It's Whiskey Wednesday on the Tipsy Theology Podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the energy you're bringing today, Paul. <laughs> we got some energy. Let's bring it down. Uh, and down, down, down. Oh, too far, too far. Bring it up. All right, we're ready. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, I, we're still uh, we're trying something a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's going to tell a story. You Before we started this... Trey was just saying how we're not gonna. We don't need to explain that we're doing something, trying something Paul, different. No need to explain things. No need to explain things. Let's Too just much get. We're gonna get right into it. It's Whiskey Wednesday, guys. Too much guys. thinking, no feely. <laughs> That's the motto of this podcast. We're just really in this season of life where we're, we're tired of all the thinky thinky, and now we're in. We're into the feely feely. We have a lot of drinky and a lot of thinky. Now we need a little little drinky, and a lot of feely. <laughs> Which is weird because it should be the other way around. <laughs> we're we're going to be feely and we're going to be drinky and we're, we'll see where it goes. So. And what are we drinking today? Uh, we're drinking the cognac. We're drinking the cognac. What do I, it's the deuce cognac. The deuce cognac. <laughs> it's a VSOP. Two Very years of, special old pale. I looked it up. Two years of French taught me how to say that. <laughs> deuce. And <laughs> being five years old taught me to say that. <laughs> That's actually what I call my stepdad. Do you really? In a, in a loving way. I love the guy. What does it mean? But at all? he's dad number two, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, deuce. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Call him a deuce. What's wrong with that? He loves it. He loves it. Is he a tennis player? <laughs> Anyways. Here we go. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, I'm sure you guys have been on pins and needles from the last episode. <laughs> um. I. So, we wanted to take some time. I wanted to tell a story kind of. Something that I feel like God has been teaching me mm. from this last season of my life. Wait. Some things that have been going on. Are you saying that you have an actual relationship with God? Weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, you mean like we hang out? <laughs> <laughs> you may call it drinking at home alone. I call it <laughs> prayer. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so... I'm going to start this with, I'm sorry, Thomas, a disclaimer. <laughs> and it's basically saying, I might be, this one's for you, Thomas. I'm going to pour it out for you. <laughs> um, I might be taking this verse wildly out of out of context. And I would say it's a creative interpretation. That doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be honest, too. Like, did I do any research on like what the verse means, the context? No, not at all. Hmm. Nothing. Very Pentecostal approach. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, that. Right. Here we go. <laughs> I went to two Pentecostal services. And look right? at you now. You <laughs> interpreted the Bible in such a fun way. <laughs> I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm pretty agreeable. So. All right. But Let's yeah, so it. my story is actually going to be based around Proverbs 15.1. And it's a very familiar verse to a lot of people. Never so, heard it. It's a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So, seems pretty cut and dry. It seems like, oh, someone's being mean. I say something nice and they're not mean anymore. Um, at least that's kind of how I've, and again, this is this is totally philosophy here. <laughs> Paulosophy. Philosophy. <laughs> um... So it seems for me it was always pretty cut and dry, like, cool, that makes sense. Um, but in real life, it seems like – it doesn't seem like that's really true. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like more often what happens is if someone's being really mean, I say something nice, and they get more mean. <laughs> they get more angry. Not all the time, but a lot of the time, that's what seems yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem quite so like, hey uh, – I say something nice and people aren't mean to me anymore. Because if that was the truth, 
All I'd have to do is say something nice and no one would be mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that hasn't worked w- well for you. It hasn't worked it well. It hasn't worked well for me either. Yeah. I'm, I'm very slow to anger, not because I'm mm. so holy, but just because I'm <laughs> so passive. <laughs> <laughs> and anytime I respond to somebody's anger and like, hmm. hey, I hear your concern. Well, I don't care. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> well, that didn't work. Proverbs. That didn't work. Throw Proverbs out. It obviously doesn't Thanks, work. Thanks, Solomon. <laughs> Wise guy, you know. Um, but yeah, so I wanted I wanted to tell this story about kind of how my, my my view of that verse has changed a little bit. Okay. Um, not saying it's right. It's just the way I'm thinking about You're it right now. You're doing some experiential interpretation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You've exactly. You've lived the scripture and now you better understand it. And I, th- I think a little differently about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll I don't want to I don't want to dox anyone. I'm sure I could pull up a lot of different examples, but the one so there's been something that happened recently. If you know, you know. Um a situation got a little crazy. Um <laughs> you know, it, it started as miscommunications a big problem for a lot of people. <laughs> and uh yeah, stuff got a little heated. I ended up having to step in. It got a little physical. You know, there was like it, I I I'll venerate myself. Venerate is that the right word? Liberate myself. I'm um, cool. Liberate. I don't. I don't know. know. Yeah. I don't know. Basically, um, you know, I didn't swing at anybody, <laughs> but it was more of a restraint kind of situation. It's like I'm gonna hold somebody back. Okay. Um, and there was a lot of harsh words being thrown around. <laughs> a lot of harsh words, and my response to that was not how. My emotional uh, <laughs> adrenaline fueled side would typically go of like, screw you. <laughs> what happened instead, and you know, I think in light of everything that happened during that time too, it was very, it was very God, uh, Holy Spirit definitely helped me out in this okay. one a lot. <laughs> um, cheers to you, man. <laughs> and so I, I, I think so. What happened with that was my response was to stay very calm and gentle during mm-hmm. that, and. What was weird is that my gentle words, my, you know, more restraint side, my not engaging, not um, reciprocating the harshness, the anger, uh, it didn't result in the other person being less angry. (laughs) It resulted in them being even more angry. But the difference was I wasn't that angry, at least not at that moment. Mm -hmm. I, during that, I felt very calm and I felt very you know, very gentle in my approach to this person. Um, and so I was praying about it like a week later <laughs> and I had this thought of like, wait a second. Uh, so a gentle answer turns away wrath. Um, but it was my wrath. Wow. So that that's why I think about, and that's kind of how I've been thinking about this verse a little bit. Not saying it's right, not saying it's a proper interpretation, but my thought that was like, is he what he's really saying? Is he is he really saying it's a question? Is he saying that a gentle answer turns away a gentle answer to someone else when you when you engage with someone in a gentle way in a positive, mm-hmm. not a positive, yeah, I guess more of a positive in a, way. a positive, you know, more calming, calm, more like controlled, yeah, you know, response. Does it cease their wrath? Yeah. And exper- experientially, we've. I, I feel the same way. No, it doesn't. Right. It, sometimes it makes it <laughs> <Sometimes>. worse. <laughs> but personally, our own wrath. Yeah. It keeps us reserved and patient, and mm-hmm. uh, it sets our mindset to. It, it reminds us that, hey, we don't want to do wrath toward this person. We yeah. actually want 
a positive unifying outcome. Yeah. But we can't control their response. Right. I think that it, and that's, it, it gives up control. And that's kind of what it was. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm showing because I love this person. I don't want to I don't want to cause harm to this person. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to show love to them. Um, and, you know, it made me less angry <laughs> toward yeah. that person in that moment. Obviously, there was anger afterwards in to yeah. capacity. But it's like I'm not responding to this person in this way. Um, and I thought that was that, that was interesting for me to think through that a lot differently than I would have. Yeah, and it, I, yeah. I, I wonder how. I wonder what the na nature of these, like, arguments are. That because it's not always. It's it's a certain type of argument that causes the other person to become more angry when yeah. you dis <laughs> when you choose to be more loving. Mm. But not always. I think there's sometimes where people are just wanting to be heard, and then when you choose to respond in a loving way, they feel heard, and that does actually resolve it their can. wrath. Yeah. But I think what we're speaking about, and I think that's what, what the proverb seems to be talking about, yeah. is these kinds of people that you can't control their wrath. And so you have to decide, well, despite the fact that their wrath isn't going away, am I going to respond in a way that's going to keep my wrath suppressed mm -hmm. and not come out in an ungodly way, an unloving yeah. way? So. And it's that you have like focus on the things you can control. You know, don't stress about those things you can't control. <laughs> it's like I can't, like you said, I can't control how someone else responds to me. I yeah. can't, but I can control how I respond to that person. Mm -hmm. I think there is a level of like knee-jerk reaction, but you get to make a choice after that. Yeah, it's it's just some people are just so resentful that the idea of love trying to pierce their heart makes them more resentful, mm. and that's just sad. And those are those are just yeah. people we need to pray for. And I don't know, I don't know how we can love them better, but try to so yeah i liked your story thank you is it is it is it sad that for the first half of you telling that story i thought you were referring to the end of our inerrancy part two episode <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering why you're laughing too. i was laughing very hard because i was like this sounds like our our argument we had on the podcast a couple <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> But no, I wasn't referring to that. But <laughs> good, that's good to hear. But I would say the lesson I learned from what I was referring to, I think played a role in that. But it was more, I would say for me, it was more of like recognizing myself too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't definitely the one of totally above board in that. I was, yeah, I was more angry at myself than anything else. I would say. Yeah. But I felt the same way. Um, wrap us up, but read yeah. read the verse one more time. Sure. I just kind of want to meditate on that verse. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Let me read it. You read it. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows what that verse means? <laughs> but Someone who studied it. But as somebody who has lived the human life, I know when I approach somebody who is being angry and um, wrathful. Yeah. When I control myself and I respond in a soft way, in a way that is not harsh, that does not intend to hurt or put down, the wrath inside of me dissolves. And I think that's because in that moment when you've made that decision, you're also encountering the Christ. Mm. 
I think Jesus is in that moment because you've chosen to respond as he has chosen. Hmm. And I think he just reminds you, dude, it's just not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you don't have anything to add. That's all I got. Yeah. Guys, thanks for joining my story. I'm sticking to it. For for (laughs) Paulosophy on Whiskey Wednesday. (laughs) And if if you liked, you know, this this kind of Whiskey Wednesday episode, let us know. If there's things you want to hear us talk about, let us know. Hit us up on our Instagram, uh, Paul Uli and Trey Hinkle. Look us up. It might be us. Just DM the first one you see. (laughs) It should be pretty easy to find. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. However you however you manage to if someone is explaining this to you after the fact, thanks for listening to their explanation of it. Um, <laughs> and thank you so much to Maximize Digital Media and Annie Uli for producing this episode. And we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah, we will. <laughs>